how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am doing all right. Uh, it's the end of the weekend. Work starts tomorrow. I'm feeling a little bit of that. Yeah. So like, I got asked last week on a call, since I'm in the last few weeks at my job, somebody was like, do you have senioritis? And I was like, huh. That's not really how I would describe, like, these, like, weeks. It's more that there's, in some ways, there's a lot for me to work on, a lot of things for me to, like, Mm -hmm. tie up and finish up and transition. And then there's other things that are going to happen in, like, November and December where I'm like, well, I don't really have anything to say about that because I'm not going to be here when that happens. Uh, Man, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to... I'm not sure what else to talk about because I know you're rip roaring, ready to go. You've got your drink in hand. Well, first of all, I mean, like happy fiftieth episode. Happy fiftieth episode. Who would have thought? You to, know, to <laughs> us and to you, Craniac. Thank you for sticking with us for fifty episodes. Although I feel like the people who've listened to all fifty is perhaps only your wife and my parents. That's fine. <laughs> and okay Uncle Gary. <laughs> Uh, there's a handful of, of friends on my side who, like, I remember when we started off this thing and I was like, nobody I know is listening to this. And now I have, like, two or three people who are, like, diehards. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I may have convinced a friend today to start listening because she was like, well, I've never watched Frasier. And I was like, neither had my friend Ryan when he started this podcast. Um, but in honor of our 50th episode, I am drinking, what do you think I'm drinking? It's some sort of, is it a rosé? No. What would I it's, what would I be drinking? That's very Is it Frasier. sherry? It's sherry. <laughs> How is it? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, I was that's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, I was like Are you a sherry person now and I just missed out on so this? Some friends or? of mine are moving abroad and they're doing this whole like please help us finish all of the like fourth of a yes. handle of liquor we have. And I was looking through their like liquor stash and I pulled out the bottle and I was like, "Is this sherry?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, another friend who was moving left that bottle with us." And I went, "Uh, can I take this with me?" And they're like, "Yeah, we haven't had any." And I was like, "Okay, thanks." Well, so, let's start our our 50th extravaganza with some some tasty notes. So, uh, first of all, Craniac, she's smelling. She's getting a smelling, good um, bouquet. The, the bouquet is a bit <laughs> um buttery. And it has, like, some essences of, like, cherry, kind of that Jurgen's hand lotion, the cherry vanilla, like, you know? Can I can I make... I, I don't think I could tell you what cherry tastes like off the top of my head, but my thought was very vinegary. Okay, well, let's find out. I don't know why, yeah. The the glasses to her lips is a hefty, hefty swallow. She is not... Ooh, ooh she's doing a little... thing with it. <laughs> so... Uh, I don't know if that's a good face. I also am now wondering if the sherry perhaps is no longer of age. <laughs> <laughs> um, it tasted nothing like it smelled. <laughs> yes. Vinegary is a good way of putting it, but I've, right. had, I've had sherry before, and I feel like this is not how sherry is supposed you, to take. You taste. described like a, a nice Chardonnay, and the face you gave was not a Chardonnay face. <laughs> it, it tastes a little vinegar. I mean, vinegar is a good. Like it tastes like vinegar mixed with a very dry white wine. Which mm-hmm. listeners, for those of you who are sherry drinkers, please let me know if that is accurate because. I want to say that perhaps this bottle of sherry is past its prime. And do you have I, do you have a backup drink? Um, I have a, a bottle of water. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, there we go. Start, there we go. Step one. I believe earlier in this podcast you did say you wanted to taste sherry. So one yes. thing has been achieved in fifty episodes. Yeah. Um, oh, it's too bad that that bar where the bartender offered to host a sherry tasting for me closed. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, if you're wondering what episodes we're doing this session, uh, I, I've got bad news for you. Well, I've got interesting, <laughs> laterally 
news for you. We are not doing any episodes. We are going to kind of be doing something different this time. Uh, we've got a couple things we want to talk about. Uh, mostly, I'm I'm now reaching into the the male pattern ball in this bag and seeing that we have nothing to talk about when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all your emails, people, about what you want um, to hear. So if you don't like this episode, it's your own fault. So we started this, I guess, back in March, March of, of last year. Yes. Yeah. And was just kind of on a whim of I had been wanting to do a podcast for a while, and I like the idea in order to like give a, a framing of it, I was like, oh, I want to watch something I haven't watched and talk about it. And I had uh, another friend who I knew uh, wanted to, who liked Frasier. And so I reached out to him and said, we should do a Frasier podcast. And he you reached said, out to him, this is important. You reached out to on him Twitter. via Twitter. Yes, I didn't yes. call him and then like Laurel intercepted the phone call. <laughs> I, I, I've seen, guys, it's time for Ryan tonight. I've secretly been bugging his house for a while. Just wanting to get the scoop I, on the latest video games. I can't think of a more boring, like I imagine like in The Sopranos when they're listening, to, when this cuts to the FBI and they're listening to them talk about really stupid stuff. Like it would, that was way more interesting than anything I have to say over the phone. Other than Laurel has like hours and hours of recordings of me trying to get off the phone with my parents. Um, <laughs> but I was like, we should do this. And he was just flat out like, yeah, I don't think so. And was like, I don't know what like the world needs another two white guys and their thoughts on a piece of television and laurel was like hello i'm not a guy and i have Frasier opinions <laughs> yes those are my exact words well what's funny is this is where we owe a lot of this to the way i've set up tweet deck which i use for twitter is that i have a column labeled irl which is people that i actually know in real life like mm-hmm. friends of mine and old co-workers and stuff and that's probably the column i look at the most because my feed is just going crazy because i follow too many people on twitter so that's hard to keep up with and the irl one is where i actually like really engage with people so i think it's that i happen to see this in the in real life friends column and i just saw you being like i've just started watching fraser and man is this show good and i was like oh you're in for a treat and then, i, I- I think I'd watched like one or two episodes at that point. It was just like, this would be good to kind of do like the, 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 the kind of, these are my thoughts on this episode and mm-hmm. how does this hold up? Because it is, it, you know, it's, it's something that has always been revered. And I know we've talked about this and like what my perception of it was as mm-hmm. this award winning comedy of like, I was a very a home improvement family, so I think some of that blue collarness was like I don't want to need to watch any Frasier, which I know we've mentioned in this podcast. But when I the last time I visited my mother, she was like, "I think Frasier is awful," and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to tell her I have a podcast that uh, <laughs> deals specifically in that." Um, but yeah, um, I mean, as they say, that the rest is history. Well, it's it's interesting because you know we I I. I this is I, I don't know a good way to, to, to put this, but I, I, I know that the fact that we're at fifty, like I've had another podcast before and it lasted eight episodes, and it was just basically me and my friend talking about whatever BS flew into our heads. But like we're at episode fifty, and that is in no small part due to Laurel's persistence of like, <laughs> No, this is still happening. <laughs> And, and I don't mean Guys, that as Ryan like, tried to ghost me and I wouldn't let him. <laughs> I just like, there have been times when it's like, I don't know if I want to do this. And the second we start recording, I'm like, I love doing this. <laughs> but there are times when it's like, oh, I could be playing a video game. I could be doing this. But man, it's it's always a pleasure, Aww. Laurel, to ha- to speak with you. Back at although, you. Al- although I, I did, uh, Tara was asking questions about you today and some 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 like kind of major life questions for you and i'm like i have no idea i can tell you what she's been watching over the last month 
<laughs> but like important life details, I have no clue what's going on with Laurel. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. I I feel like not to be like no one asked me questions about you, but my mom asked right. a lot of questions about you. Um, but I'm able to answer all of them. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I don't think she asks questions about major life decisions. She does, she does want to know when you and Tara are going to have kids. So, um, oh, but she also wants um, to know that about, about like everybody in their thirties who's married. So, I mean, uh, the first person I'm going to call is, <laughs> is your mother and yes. then my mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing we did discuss, we wanted to talk about on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit of. Uh, news that has happened recently. I don't know how many of, of Ukrainians out there are uh, theme park fans, but uh, Universal Studios has announced they're opening in Florida another, what, what they refer to in the business as a third gate. Or I guess it's a fourth gate if you count the water park, but I don't. So like a third gate. So it's their new, like like Epcot is the second gate there. Got and it. then that's, that's kind of what they do. They refer to well, them as the gates. It's not Epcot's Disney. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, Epcot is Disney's second gate. Okay. I think Islands of Adventure is Universal's second gate. So this is their third or fourth gate. Uh, so something they're calling Epic... Oh, go ahead. Question. Harry Potter World. Is that... Is that not... Harry cons- Potter... It's not, but it, that's it's not within, another gate it's within a park. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, like... Because you don't buy an actual whole- ticket to Harry Potter World. You buy a ticket to that park that lets you in. I mean, Harry you Potter. kind of buy a ticket to Harry Potter World, and then you enjoy the other yeah, you, you kind <laughs> of rides that are also the there. For the park. I, I will say, I don't know if... Have you been to Harry Potter World? Uh-huh. Did uh-huh. you go to... Did you go on any of the other stuff while you were there? Or yeah, did you just kind but of... that's kind of an afterthought. Like, yeah. it's like you, I went through... So I only went through... You can go through two parts. The Harry Potter World's in two different parks, and you can take the right. Hogwarts Express. I only went to one park. I did the Diagon Alley one, and then um, once I'd exhausted that, it was like 2 p.m., and so my cousin and I went and, like, walked through the West Park. I think I rode a few rides, but it was in no you, way, like, oh. Do you remember any of the rides you went on? Yeah, I went on, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's one where you got to pick a song to play while you were, the, like, you had your own, like, radio, and you got to pick yeah, a song to the, play. Yeah, the, like, it's like the rock and roller coaster. That's not what it's, it's called. It, yeah, it's, like, it's, that's the Disney one, but, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's similar to that, but um, I... That might be the last roller coaster I've ridden because I was in so much pain after that ride. Like, I felt like I'd been in a car accident. I was like, I yeah. might be too old. Like, I stumbled so, off it like I was drunk. So, I I listened to a podcast uh, about a lot of rides, and, and, and I like theme parks and stuff like that. It's called Podcast Ride. I think I've, I've, I've uh, plugged it on here before. But they're funny because they're a bunch of guys who mostly like uh, – like there's what they're just starting to do rides they haven't done in a long time like one of them was like i never want to do splash mountain it seems too scary for me <laughs> and now he does that um they, they had a t-shirt for a long time called no launch queen because that's how they referred to one of their hosts was he doesn't do those rides where they're just sitting at zero and they just go oh yes do you know how those work no there's just a giant magnet behind and like a wall behind. It's like whoop, and it just switches polarities, and you're like, ah! You just go like Mister Freeze. Yes, and, and, that's and, yeah. the minute you said like one of those. I was like, Mister Freeze is the first one I think of where you're just like, shoop. Yeah. From the beginning. So, um, but they talk about the same thing where like one of them won't won't ride Space Mountain, and he's like, I understand that's such an iconic Disney ride, and they're so big into Disneyland, but he's like, it hurts. Like I am in pain coming off of the california space mountain so it's funny when you say that like 
I think you said originally Space Mountain scares him. Um, mm-hmm. Space Mountain scares me as well, but only because outer space really scares me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, I can see that. And it's like, you're zooming through I'm not going to make fun of you for that. It's like, you're zooming through outer space, and there are times like this. It's like, there's a tipping point. I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> like, they do one. The unendingness of outer space. <laughs> they do one it in Halloween where it's also ghosts. Well, you said you weren't afraid of ghosts. We've had that conversation, we had but that like space ghosts. But, but I don't know. Space ghosts could be a whole nother. Like, at some point on Space Mountain, I usually have to shut my eyes because I just can't handle like all the planets we're zooming <laughs> by. Guys, I can't um, really go to the Air and Space Museum here in DC either because I get too stressed out. So can't see the movie Gravity. I was about to say you haven't seen Gravity. Oh, Gravity it, was it's, stressful. It's my worst nightmare on screen. Like, right? I don't even. I've also read the entire plot. I know exactly what happens, and I'm like, I, I don't never need to see it. I mean, I don't know that I, I could tell you what the plot is other than like Sandra Bullock. Ah, she lost like, his face. George Clooney yeah. also lost his face. He dies. She doesn't. Spoiler for who. But then you think she comes back. He comes back anyway. Yeah. Um. The sad, the sad thing is, like, I love Alfonso Cuarón, the director, and I'm like, well, Alfonso, this is one of your movies I'm never gonna see. Um. So well, okay. So I'm sure all parks. of you are wondering what this has to do with with Fraser and. So Universal announced this third park, uh, which they're calling Epic Universe, but they haven't announced what's going to be in it. It was kind of a strange announcement just of like, yeah, we're doing a third park. And they showed like kind of a generalized picture from above. And people have been speculating what some of the lands are going to be. I think they're doing like, they're thinking one of them is going to be Fantastic Beasts. And one of them is going to be How to Train Your Dragon. And another one might be the Universal Monsters, which they've been pitching for a long time. But I, I have a theory. Since since we're talking NBC Universal here, I think mm-hmm. we are ripe and ready, and the world is is clamoring, once clamoring, clamoring for a Frasier world, a Frasier section of the new Universal. Nothing when when I think epic universe, I think nothing. There is nothing more epic than the world of of Frasier. It, so, it would really be incomplete without Frasier. Laurel and I have each uh, started thinking about what are some of the things you might find in a uh, Frasier uh, theme park. And I, I, you know, this is, again, the, the podcast I really enjoy does this sometimes. Uh, I've listened to another one that's a James Bond podcast where they made an entire James Bond theme park. So this, this appealed to me, this idea. I also like the idea of it being like epic universes and then it's like like you walk in and there's like you hear the the xylophone and everything so 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 what have you got laurel like so, do you want to kind of like ping pong ideas back and forth like you'll come I like up with it. something so i would say mine are kind of I, uh, i'm a very organized thinker so mine are kind mm-hmm. of sectioned off into like rides uh food and beverage mm-hmm. um some uh and then some that i would kind of put not really like rides and not games but like kind of like activities mm-hmm. um and then then just some random things like what you might find in a gift shop oh that's good that's good i like so, that um so like what, what what about you how did you kind of format this i've got two rides a show and uh a, a couple a, a more solidified idea for a Restaurant, kind of a lighter idea for a restaurant, and then I have one, th- I, another, I'm not, a miscellaneous. I'll say. Okay, yeah, some some of mine could fall into miscellaneous. Um, so, do we want to start with the rides? Start, like, those are the things that are going to yeah. bring the people. Yes. I mean, the the Fraser name alone is going to. There's. Obviously. They talk about the lines for Galaxy's Edge. They talk about the lines for Hagrid's new 
Uh, oh yeah, uh, the, the uh, runway motorbike ride. one. Well, it isn't like av- the Avatar Land. The lines were like insane. Yes, so that's all gonna be. We're never gonna remember those no. lines because the lines for Frasier. Galaxy Who? No one knows. Do we? Do we have a name for it? Like, is this gonna be that, like? That is where I really struggle. Nineties Seattle. So I, I thought about like Emerald City because that's you know Seattle's like nickname. But then I realized people are gonna think it's Wizard of Oz themed. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really struggled with what the name is. So I'm hoping maybe we can wordsmith that a little bit. What do you see in your mind's eye when you walk like like we'll just for right now we'll 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 just for now put the banner just says mm-hmm. Frasier mm-hmm. and you walk in and and what do you see in in your head like what 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 are the what what are the the sights the smells <laughs> Um, well, I like to think that piping over the loudspeaker, because that's a lot of like what, you know, is um, talk mm-hmm. radio with mm-hmm. an undertone of the xylophone going like, do, 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 do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like to think that kind of like helps set the tone that this is not your average theme park land. I, I, I think depending on what we can get Kelsey Grammer to do, if we can get him in a booth for a while mm-hmm. to, to do enough, it might be better to kind of have the other shows just play like a father mike show yes, and things like that the and then show. just constantly yes constantly be 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 like we'll be right back and then there's an ad for for kelsey grammar for for that do we want to transport the people back to 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 mid to late 90s is that kind of where we want them to feel or is it like if this was happening today i like more if this was happening today mm, okay, because okay, i okay. think that mid to late 90s seattle is not really doesn't differentiate itself enough to where they're going to feel fully immersed in a new world. So we're going to need Kelsey Grammer to record some new like bumpers for his commercials. That's like him dealing with more modern. Yes, sure. Yeah. I um, like that. Okay. Uh, in terms of rides, I, I also have, uh, I kind of have two to three rides. One, I can't decide if it's like an activity, like a game kind of, okay. or like, have you ever been to Disney world and done the toy story in Hollywood studios, the toy story, midway madness where it's a ride, but really you're just playing midway games the whole time. Okay. I have something similar to that. Let's go with yours first. Well, no, I'm just, I don't have something like that, but I'm saying it's, it's like, it's a game, but you play the game while you're on a ride. Like, you know, yeah. it's kind of, okay. That's kind of what, um, so what do you got? Let's hear. Um, so this is this is my least favorite of the like, games uh, rides, <laughs> but uh, since we're segueing into it, um, it's uh, I, the name needs some work. Uh, I call it I keep calling it in my head. I came in like a wrecking ball, but basically you you try you try to send a wrecking ball into Duke's pub at the like exact <laughs> right spot. That's pretty good. Kind of like the the milk bottles all stacked up and yes. you're trying to hit them with a ball. But I'm thinking, like, I can't decide if it's that, like, you are riding the wrecking ball, a la Miley Cyrus in that music video, into Dukes, or if you are positioning the wrecking ball, like... What if what if we created a whole, like... I have an idea later, we'll, we'll talk about that super this year, but idea of a whole, like, M- Martin's Midway or something like that, yeah. where it's just, like, there's a whole bunch of games like that. Yes. Where it's, like, you spray Sherry into, like... Frazier's mouth and he's got a balloon on his head and it's like it fills up yes like we have a whole bunch of that type of stuff yes I love it um I'm trying to figure out just as I feel like we need to like be slightly like alluding back to episodes um I'm trying to figure out what episode it was when uh they destroy it when they destroy it um so talk amongst yourselves you tell me yours 
I'm going, well, the other thing I kind of want to expand on this Midway idea is, is trying to think of what type of stuffed animals are you winning? Is it like a Ross doll? Um, it's obviously like... a stuffed Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, well, uh, okay. Okay. So, um, so we, got, we got Eddie's. We've, we've got, got a very bony with not a whole lot of uh, stuffing in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Whip it. we figure out if the dog's name was, yeah, if the dog's name was Baby? Uh, or... Yeah. I, I mean, that may have been a mistake on my part. The dogs could never have had a name. Um, we obviously need a cockatiel um, named Baby. Well, absolutely. Um, so, uh, something that you do a lot at, at Disney World is there is like, places you go and there's just little animatronics sitting around that kind of just interact and i like the idea of baby being something you walk by and it says something mean about you yes. like we have like a not too mean but there's like an actor hiding somewhere yes. and he's like and he talks and he i i think that used to be that may not be the case at, at uh toy story midway badness mr potato head who when you're standing in line mm-hmm. does i think he may say stuff actually to you i think there is somebody back there who will be have you like, ever heard of say something yeah yeah have you ever heard of push the trash can no it was a trash can at like epcot that was on like a motorized wheels and there was someone nearby talking into it and (laughs) it would just go around and be like hey feed me and stuff like that it would it would make fun of people but there was an interview i heard with a a comedian who used to be the voice of push the trash can and he got in trouble because he would do stuff like he'd run into another trash can and be like sheila why did you divorce me (laughs) (laughs) and like go up to people like he would get people to like put alcohol in him and then he'd act like he was drunk, like stuff Gosh. like that. Amazing. And he did a big thing. He got in trouble because like kids would come up and kick him and he would go to the parents and be like, why aren't you disciplining your children? <laughs> Cause he was like, well, I was in some sort of union. So like they couldn't fire me. So I didn't really care. That's amazing. Um, so my thing kind of related to that when you're talking about a, a ride where you do something, mm-hmm. um, Toy Story Midway Mania. I haven't been on that one, but I know there's like Buzz Lightyear has one where you shoot guns while you're on the ray guns while you're on the thing. There's a Men in Black one. There's a lot of those ones now where you're kind of incentivizing points. One of the first ones that didn't get made, but they advertised briefly for Disney World and then decided this would be a bad idea, uh, was Dick Tracy's Crime Busters. Okay. And it was, if you think about that, it's not like you're shooting a ray gun or whatever it's, it's you were shooting guns. a gun at gangst at human gangsters and they decided this isn't a good idea but since we're universal universal is a little little more risque a little than edgier Disney. yep yeah we're gonna do a uh martin crane uh detective crane's crime busters and it's going to be you're on the beat with with martin crane it's a prequel Love it. We're seeing, and like the way the ride can do is like the ride is you're going through Fraser's uh, uh, house, but he's like asking his dad questions, like tell me about your time on the forest. It's like well, and it like transitions into this, and there's like animatronic young young Martin. Um, I debated if it ended with him getting shot in the hip, but it felt kind of too morbid. Maybe maybe if you get enough points, you have keep you get to save him from getting shot in the hip. There you go. That's a good idea. It's like you say, I almost got shot in the hip. Yeah, and I, it's just that everybody saves him from getting shot in the hip. So yeah, we we said it real low because I hate the idea of a kid being like they're like you did this to Martin <laughs> because you weren't very good. Yes. So yeah, so we followed we followed Detective Detective Crane on a. Uh, was he a detective or was he a sergeant? Like, was he a beat cop? I think he was a beat cop because I feel like you always hear him talking about like stakeouts and and, pat- a, and patrol a, cars and stuff, which I feel he like he talks is... about that. Yeah, I, but I feel, I, like, I feel like if he's, he's trying to find out who killed a hooker, 
that's got to be a detective, right? Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. You know, that that's kind of a plot hole. And they don't really go into, like, the ranks he rose up in. So That's... Where that's the type of narrative hole that this 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 ride will fill. Yes, exactly. Do we, do we need to call this like Frasertopia or something? Because I, I just I try to do Fantasyland with Fraser, but I couldn't find something that felt good. It was like Frasertopia. It just didn't like <laughs> roll off the tongue like I wanted it to. Um, um, Cranotopia. I don't know. Um, I don't know. So. Uh, if we want to keep the rides thing going um, into... Oh, wait. I actually do have a few more games now that I'm looking Go at my, my notes are not really organized super well. Um, I have um, a Build a Maris game where <laughs> you, you take basically all of the different descriptors they've given to you know, of Maris and you build what you think Maris looks like. Um, and then it's <laughs> one of those things that you can like email it to yourself and post it to social media. Um, I also have a game. I actually have a lot of games on here. Uh, match the Raw's hairstyle to the episode. <laughs> where, yeah, we'll take all the hair off Raw's in an episode and you have to pick which episode, you know, which hairstyle you think is accurate. I just thought of a, another good one that is based on that Maris conversation. We do one that's like Niall's psychological insecurities. <laughs> and it's kind of like a haunted house. <laughs> Where, but the, but I, the building looks like his head stretched out, and then you go in one ear, and then the exit is like you come out in front, and you do that. But I like the idea of like there being this like Maris monster that like stalks you through the rock. This like short bony lady wearing Chanel. <laughs> yes, and like just like this like dress kind of like hanging off her, and like, but it's like this monstrous form, and then it's all him like, it's just psychological traumas of like. Look, you're naked in class, and they're all pointing at you. Yes. Or like, or and like you have a you have a monologue, and you've forgotten the words. And yeah, I think it's all it's, it's it's you you go into the room and you turn, and there's a stage, and everyone's looking at you, and like the spotlight hits you as you go through the room. And yes, it's like, is he gonna? Is, why isn't he doing this? Why is he gonna say something? Oh my gosh, how embarrassing! <laughs> Just like muttering like that. It's like oh god. Um, another uh, midway game I have is pin the chest hair on Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> you know blindfold people spin them around they have to pin the chest hair on something yes um i feel like you could throw it anywhere and it would count uh i mean if the chest was big enough you're not wrong and then um the last kind of game i have is um wwfs which is what would fraser say which you have to pick which like insufferable piece of advice or response fraser has to a problem this this is actually spun off of part of the have you been to the bush presidential library at smu Yes. Okay. Do you you know the decision room where like you and a bunch of other people are all at like different little stations with a button and then they present problems that President Bush faced during his presidency and all the information you have and like what would you do and you like pick mm -hmm. and then they tell you what he did and then like one of his cabinet secretaries like steps out on the screen and explains why they did what they did. Like anyway, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like what do you think Fraser said in response to and it's like different scenarios. So. <laughs> it's always the thing where you're like, well, he should have done this. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, he did the completely awkward it's always and like, wrong thing. Or pick the very insufferable, haughty, know-it-all response type of thing. Right. Um, that's kind of it for games for me. Um, I well, Let me bring up my thing real quick. Um, here's a question. Do you think... I, I So I was starting to think of like in Disney World, you have the characters. You've got mm -hmm. Mickey and Minnie walking around, but you also have the like uh, princesses. And... The princesses. So in my mind, I saw these characters who are like 
It's Frasier, but it's a big cartoony Frasier head. Like the racing like, presidents of the, at the Washington yes. Nationals. <laughs> Listeners, but, if you are not familiar with the racing presidents of the Washington Nationals, Google them because it's basically what Ryan oh has described. God. It's ginormous presidents' heads on a human body. and Except yeah. then we have Daphne and Roz, and they're treated like Disney princesses where it's very serious, and they're just lookalikes who, who look like that. And they have like meet and greets with the with the... With the little girls. Because <laughs> all the little can, girls are fans. <laughs> and they can, yes, because they can do like bippity boppity boutique where you become like a princess, but you become like a radio producer or a, a, <laughs> a physical therapy trainer. <laughs> I suppose you see this little girl with like a, a, a smart 90s uh, blouse and, and, and a vest. And I feel like Ross is wearing some vests early on. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and her like, hair is kind of all teased yeah, out. Like, do you want Roz mermaid hair? Do you want Roz yes. sensible bob? Do you want Roz like? Uh, and then and, and then for the uh, boys because they've started doing like pirates things. At, uh, if you want to do if you know if the boys want something similar to the bippity boppity boutique, it's they just shave a bald spot in your head and they're like get out of here. Uh, can I just also now. say listeners how tickled I am that Ryan knows about the bippity boppity boutique? I just it's fun to say. It is. I I have to say I just learned about it like in the past like year or two. So I just wish we had this sort of ingenuity when we were coming up for our name for Fraser Land. Yes. Um, well, so it's, apparently it's very expensive. My coworker's daughter's turning four in November and they're going to Disney for kind of for her birthday, but kind of like for family vacation. And she really wants to go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique with her daughter. And her husband mm-hmm. is like, no, because like that's like three hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've I've got a little bit of a show idea. Oh, because one me. of the things I remember from a lot of theme parks is having some sort of show. Oh, and sometimes they have. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, it, yes. And do you know what I think is the theme park with the best shows is... Oh, who's that? Uh, Six Flags Fiesta Texas in San Antonio. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so I, I haven't been there in a while. Um, but when they first opened, they had like uh, kind of a uh, a spinoff of Grease, kind of a like 50s high school <laughs> type of, you know, and they sang just like oldies like Barbara Ann and stuff like that. It was just a lot of fun. So... Well, one of the things I always remember is them having some sort of animal stunt show at mm, some places. Yes. So, so I have pitched Eddie's All Jack Russell Review, which is a a completely Jack Russell based frisbee uh, trick show, along with maybe some dancing, kind of on the on the on the feet, uh, doing some <laughs> things, the and feet. and then. Well, you know, on their feet, like on their back, on hind legs. Okay, got it. Yes, and then like, but everything is all the pieces instead of looking like these just generic you know carp pieces they've made out of like plywood and stuff they look like couches they look like there's a lot of them getting something fraser wouldn't like to be destroyed and going over and fetching it and things like that and then maybe you know depending on well no like enzo and, and moose have to be long gone right uh actually didn't we realize that enzo is still alive but they try okay so then they trot out enzo and just kind of a like oh yeah <laughs> in an emeritus enzo. position <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> Um, okay, I think that's I think that's great. Uh, I really like that. That reminds me a lot of the State Fair of Texas with like the frisbee yes. catching dogs and stuff. I'm a big fan of that. Um, uh, it, it, the show idea I have, which is not really a show, it's more like kind of like the Country Bears of Disney World, where yes. like it, it's playing on a loop and you could just go in whenever. Or like the Hall of Presidents is um, 
old episodes of the show Daphne was in as a child, Mind Your Knickers, where it's a movie theater <laughs> where you can go in and watch episodes. So this does mean they would have to create episodes of Mind Your well, Knickers. I think it's very important. Every theme park needs the, like, the ride where you're basically just going on for extended air conditioning. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a good idea. Uh, speaking of the Hall of Presidents, have you ever seen that video? I'll post this up there. Of <laughs> it's like from like the '90s, where th- there's another one in Disney World that's like great moments with Mr. Lincoln. It might have been Hall of Presidents, whatever it is. It's a Lincoln animatronic, and he just starts breaking, <laughs> but it happens so slowly. <laughs> have you seen it? No. It's like he's he goes. He usually like stands up and sits down. That's why I think it's the great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And he, like, goes to sit down, and his head just does this, but he keeps talking. And then he, like, slowly just starts, like, falling backwards. And he's, like, it's like his shins are bending in half. And he's just slowly, like, far score, and just starts, like, eating it. But it happens so slowly. And you, Listeners, but if you I'm watch the video, really you hear. You also aren't getting the, like, the, like, physical descriptor that Ryan's providing. But, but the, the, the other thing is you can hear, like, it's, like, he finishes a line and then his head does that as like something moves but something else doesn't move correctly and you just hear like this horrible machine noise and then over the course of like a minute and 15 seconds it's like like slowly falls. This is also very reminiscent of I remember where I was when this happened of big techs catching fire at the state fair um that's that was legit traumatic that's a video i will also post but like big text is like don't miss in the auto pavilion while like flames are erupting yeah. from his like head howdy folks oh god <laughs> so i was boarding a plane i was going on vacation i still lived in dallas i was boarding a plane and my mom called me and i'm like on the jetway and she's like laurel big text is on fire yes. It was like Princess Diana level, like, Everyone on the what plane were you doing when was, Big Tex caught fire? Everyone on the plane was looking at their phones, like, looking at Twitter and stuff and being like, oh my yeah. gosh. It was just funny because I remember, I don't remember if, if Tara knew about De- Big Tex. We still need to get out to the, the state fair. But well, I knew, knew Flat- Big Tex is a little creepy, so... Oh, well, I mean, like, she knew who he was, but she, I was just, I just remember whenever it was me trying to explain it to her, so it's like, so it's this giant cowboy, <laughs> and there's a guy, or recordings or something. No, it's a guy, he, did, he does goes, it live, he used to, he, like, oh, does actually, he? he, um, he did, he was not hired back, and then he passed away recently, so. Have you, do you ever watch King of the Hill? Oh, I, I have. Did you ever see the one where they're at the state fair, and, like, Bobby got stuck in his mouth, or something? <laughs> no. When I lived in Australia, every day there was, like, a three-hour block of Simpsons episodes. I actually, but it was a three-hour block, but then there was, like, one King of the Hill in the middle. And I remember every, all the, my Australian, like, we lived in kind of, a, uh, like, a little home with a couple rooms. And the, the the Australians, they were like, you know, what's it like to live in Texas? And I was like, just, I'm like, watch King, watch of, the King of the Hill. I cannot, like, it's so accurate. It's hilarious. So who's who's the big Tex of, of Fraserland? Do we have... I mean, so if you ask me, it's like Eddie, but I'm biased I think, because I own a Jack Russell. <laughs> I think you're, you're not going to like this at first, but hear me out. Okay. We have a giant Gil Chesterton. <laughs> because you think I won't like it? Because I think you don't like him, so... Oh, no, I like it. I just mean it's not... It's a little weird because I like the idea of him being like, Hello, everyone! <laughs> like, instead of, like, big text, he's just like... The corn dogs over in blah 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 are delicious today. That would actually today. be like, great because that leads into our the food and beverage ideas that I have, and he could talk about what the yes. specials are in some of the different there you restaurants. Go. 
Uh, or tell people when lines are, are yes. dying down or send them across. And he'll the, always be very snarky about it. So mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, I For bars and restaurants, what, what do you have down for some of your food and beverage ideas? So I, I, I have some of the, you know, I thought there should be a Cafe Nervosa. There should also probably be a Cheers bar. I think that'd be kind of a fun little mm. center for people who maybe are more Cheers fans. That's a great idea. Than, than, than Fraser fans. But it, and it, but I'm worried that it may also take the space of what I uh, 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 was going to be Bulldogs Buffalo Wings Sports Bar. Okay, that's that I wanted to be the most blown out like TVs every like it's yes. basically playing every game whatever and like and the then, waitresses are dressed like more scantily than Hooters waitresses and stuff. I mean, we have to remember that there will be children at this park. But yes, def- <laughs> I did not think about it being a restaurant, but it is definitely a restaurant. <laughs> Yeah. I- Did I ever tell you about Redneck Heaven? No. So there's a bar, uh, 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 like a restaurant, some, where was it? It was like some weird suburb of Dallas. And it was called, everyone, uh, my friend talked about this place called Redneck Heaven. And I was like, oh, we got to go to this thing. Like, and it was like this, he kept uh, saying it was like, it was Redneck themed. So I thought that meant like someone put a lot of thought into theming it to be like, you know, like like uh, the Ellie Mae Clampett type. Those were the, you know, like, mm-hmm. howdy y'all like that. Um, and I was like, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. This is great. I think this is hilarious. And we go and it was the worst thing I've ever been to because it wasn't redneck themed. It was just a bunch of white trash people started a restaurant. And like it's their, their Hooters, you know, like the tight uh, shirt uh, shirt and like, uh, like hot orange pants. pants. Yeah. Yeah, like they had a, a thing. Theirs was just ill-fitting Walmart bras. That was it. It was like, it was bad. And then they like would do stuff like they'd come around on a tricycle. I'm like, what does that have to do with Redneck? There was like a car that was parked on the lawn, but it looked like literally like someone had wrecked a car there and then been like, keep it there. It works with the theme. And I'm like, I go, okay, well, let's see some of these drinks. I'll have some themed drink. You know, I'll, I'll, well, something will be fun. And they pull They go, well, here's our drink menu. I have never seen a drink menu that is just a list of liquors and a list of mixers. And it's like, tell us what you want. <laughs> and I'm like, well, do you guys have any specialty, anything? They go, we got a, a minnow shot. And I was like, what's a minnow shot? And they're like, it's a it's a shot of alcohol with a live minnow in it. And I'm like, what? Like, that's when I was like, we, we got to go. It's funny. As you said minnow shot, I was like, what, with a minnow in it? And I was like, no one would do that. But No. Mm. And people, like... We would hear this bell ring that was supposed to be like, someone did a minnow shot. And I'm like, no. They're like, do you want to watch this? I'm like, no. Like, So what no, it, sounds no. like, it sounds like you were expecting a place that you looked down on when I went there in San Diego, Trailer Park After Dark. You were expecting Trailer Park After Dark. And instead yes. you got a real trailer I got, park. I, got, I went to the trailer park. Like, that was the problem is these people lived. The, like, one, one of the drinks fun. at Trailer Park After Dark was a 40 in a paper bag. Yeah, that's like yes, theme. Yes, yes. Which of course was like seven dollars, but um. yeah, no. This was just like we got all sort. We got all kinds of Miller Lite. Like I was like, all right. Um. Just- so I, I actually did was not. I mean, obviously, it doesn't need to be a Cafe Nervosa. I kind of was like, maybe let's not go that obvious. I would like for those wanting to celebrate a nice occasion. I would like for um there to be a grist mill restaurant. Mmm. Where the grist? You mean the timber mill? Oh, the tim- the timber mill, the timber mill. I think so. Okay, the timber mill. Okay, I, I remember it as grist mill. Okay, the timber mill. Yes, mm-hmm. I would like for there to be a timber mill um, for people wanting to celebrate those finer occasions. Um, I would also like there for just be a pub McGinty's. I just want there to be a pub 
where you know you can grab some fish and chips and some like nachos or something and a beer this could compete with bulldogs you know buffalo wild wings but well i do feel like one thing we're missing here is like we're kind of doing like what would we want to eat and what would we like to go to but we need something you know club what is it club 30 32 oh uh yeah i know what you're talking about it's 40 40 it's 30 something hold on 39 33 listeners it's uh, a it's a like invite only very very elite exclusive club at is it at disneyland or disney world disneyland okay um it was something where walt used to entertain guests mm-hmm. so this is we need something this level of elite to exist within this like maybe not necessarily be something where like it's just a nice restaurant but like we can't have a fraser thing without people trying to get in and being turned away That's, at the door so do you happen to recall the name of the club that they tried to join where they had the, the seats that felt like a baby's bottom not off the top of my head so, so, I could so we a need quick... a club like that is what i'm hearing maybe yes, we also absolutely need a, so maybe we also need a fine dining restaurant like la cigar valon um <laughs> The one that, that they always, get, you know, go to and get their table at. Right, but it's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> oh, that's like, like If you're like, Ryan, repeat after me. I'd be like, la, la, ça va, ça va. That's <laughs> like when Phoebe tries to teach Joey French. Yes, She's like, je yes. m'appelle Claude. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it'd be like. Um, we gotta have something like that. Um, I, I, I've got my... What what to me is the if you've heard of the term e ticket attraction like the big oh the big okay I've never heard that term Dis- before but. Disneyland used to be you'd get a book of tickets and you'd have a certain amount of tickets that were a tickets b tickets c d and e e you got less of because those were like Space Mountain oh. those were the big I don't actually Space Mountain was probably afterwards but it was the big ticket attraction so they still refer to ones that are are, are big I have never heard of this attraction process before nor have I ever experienced uh, it. Um, I've also never well, been to like, Disneyland, so yeah, it's also it's also like in the '60s, maybe the '70s. Oh, okay. So okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but they still, like I said, refer to stuff as the big ones. Like this is an e-ticket attraction. This is a D. Like you know things like that. Um, I am a big fan of dark rides. I like the ones where it's kind of like you're just in a room, like the haunted mansion mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Uh, uh, in Islands of Adventure, there is one. This is the one that kind of sprung to mind. I thought of this. Uh, a couple, a couple of of rides sprung to mind. I thought of this. But there's the Cat in the Hat ride, which is kind of very. You're spinning around and you're looking at stuff, and you get close to things, and it's the cat is you know taking over the house, and all the crazy stuff is going on. Um, so I have come up with uh, the Crane Brothers Wild Ride, which is just rooms that are just madcap situations. Like you go into a room, and it's like the kitchen from the, the 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 restaurant they owned briefly and it's like oh no and your your thing moves close and they open and like a animatronic like oven opens and like a fire shoots out like he oh and you have to like kill the, eels and stuff you, yeah well you like you just see the them doing oh, that and they're like water splashing oh. on you it's you're moving from room got to room. It. You're not situations. actually participating in anything. Got it. Got it. Got yes, it. but it's like you're you're kind of like ah oh, trying to get out of there, and it's always them with anytime they're doing any of those crazy farcical situations. Yeah. Uh, and it's just and it's and it's 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 you're spinning. It's a little 
oh, it's it's it's. I, I see it as being kind of like the the because I couldn't think of a good roller coaster. <laughs> that well, it's, Fraser it's, thing. it's very um, similar, in my opinion, to in Harry Potter world of the Diagon Alley on the Escape from Gringotts, where yes. yeah, you, you're like in a, and like you're not doing anything; it's just moving you through all these different parts of like the escape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that is actually slightly similar, to, not similar, but maybe kind of the same experience we want people to have as one of the rides I developed, which is called Away We Winnebago. And <laughs> you are in the Winnebago kind of, um, da- you know, dodging all of these different, um, you know, obstacles, whether it be, you know, Border Patrol or um, a stuffed bear that you, you know, you're taking a picture with or something. So, um, Niles. And are you driving or is it like an audio animatronic Martin driving? Um, so I, I'd like to think that you are... I mean, maybe you're not driving. Maybe you're just a rider in it. And that's part of, you know, you're not usually buckled in when you're in one of those, although you should be. <laughs> and so it's kind of you bouncing around the Winnebago and stuff. Like occasionally like a roll of paper towels falls on you and stuff. So, um, so that's, I really like the name of the away we Winnebago. Um, I'm a big fan of that. Um, I have one more ride. Go for um, it. This is the one. That, so listeners, the first, when Ryan first suggested this concept to me, this immediately came to mind, and I'm just really excited for it because you need a water ride. You need a oh water boy. ride, and it is the Freudian slip and slide. Mm, nice. I am obsessed with this title. So, is it Fraser related, or is it like great moments in psychological history? <laughs> no, like it's basically Freud just like robots. like a log flume ride that you know maybe kind of rocks you from side to side a little bit, so you're like kind of slipping and sliding. Um, that's just it's just it just happens to work with the name. I just love the idea of this. Like it keeps going through scenes like Splash Mountain, but it's like. Freud being like, you seem to love your mother. Like, things like that. Just I mean, like, this is where I think we can really play off of Disney's expertise at making standing in line also a part of the mm-hmm. experience. And, you know, perhaps mm-hmm. have Freud being like, oh, I developed this theory because... I don't know what accent that was. I just... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, it's something you did it once on the, sh- on the podcast. Oh, Bavaria. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's what it was. That's right. That's not, remember that was like one of was that one of, no that wasn't one of our favorite episodes, but it's the one when Niles ends up dueling with the fencing instructor. Yes, and you're like, oh, I'm from Bavaria, and I was like, what is this voice? Um, no charge for the extra accents I throw in. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, I I think we I think Universal. I know you're listening. It's time to 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 finally get off your butts and and make this make this 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 world happen where i'm done playing around <laughs> yeah i i think you know i think the people want it nay they demand it and yes the last thing we all need is another like i don't want to go to a fantastic beast world i'm a big harry potter fan i am going i'm going to london in october and i'm going to see harry potter and the cursed child i'm going to spend five hours in the theater i'm going out to the harry potter studios and i still don't want to go to a fantastic beats theme park so let me ask you if they made a five-hour play that was like the new episode of fraser would you go to that would you pay for that uh if it was like a revival like the gilmore girls revival yes. or it was like four episodes um no, it's like Cursed Child, where it's like a two-day event. <laughs> like, well, it's funny as people are like, you should see it in one day, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I'm going in two nights in a row. It's fine. Uh, I have friends who do movie like marathon stuff here in, in Austin, and they're always like, yeah, we're doing Fantastic Fest. It's however many days, like six movies a day. I'm like, I always like, 
Take care of your butt. Your butt's going to hurt. Take care of your butt. Well, I think we've talked about the, like, AMC. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do, like, the weekend before the Oscars and the weekend of the Oscars. They just do a marathon of the Best Picture nominees. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's like you're there for 10 hours. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Nope. Yeah, exactly. I'm good. Um, Yeah, so... I, 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 was a big, I was a big fan of this concept, so kudos to you for, for thinking of it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, do we have anything we want to talk about that's like, speaking of the, the Bavaria <laughs> thing, do we have any oh. so I guess, <laughs> like memorable moments from, not necessarily from Frasier, but from the podcast um, we want to talk about? So I have to say, one of my favorite moments was the, epi- was the one where I ended up watching the wrong episode. And at the end, we're trying to... It's when Niles and Daphne are trapped at his house when he's still married to Maris because it's raining. And at the end, they're all singing a song at the piano, but it's such yes. a jubilant song. And then I said, it's not remind me of the song from La Miz, and I tried to sing yes. it. <sighs> my my favorite thing that I... I can't remember if this legitimately made it on the show, so this is a little behind-the-scenes thing. But one of my favorite moments, because it was funny, don't don't get weird on me guys but there is this one where laurel we 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 do this over uh uh google hangouts and laurel's got usually her a computer in her lap and she reached to get something and her <laughs> the, the the camera just fell like and i didn't know she did it just like she was aiming it right at her chest and i got very awkward very fast but i was like uh laurel <laughs> like and she i just looked down and was like oh god i'm sorry i i, I guys i was wearing a t-shirt so it was not revealing at all but i do remember right. that i looked when i looked at the, at the screen ryan looked like terrified <laughs> i was just like you could but it I think you went, hold on a second, and then threw the camera at a perfectly framed yes. shot of, of of your boobs. And I was like, uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, was, <laughs> did you want to show me this? What's happening right now? Like, or I, it wasn't even like, look at my shirt. It was, you were just reaching for something. Yes. And I was like, what's, what, <laughs> and I feel like what's you going had, on? like looked away or something. So like, yes, then you looked and back and it was back. just zeroed in on my chest. And you were like, ah! And I'm like, and we, I, I remember when it happened. I'm like, we need to get this on the show somehow, but I don't know how to do it to be as funny as it happened. But I, I was laughing so hard. Um, I think that was, one, I, that was I, one of the times I, I laughed so hard I cried, which doesn't happen <laughs> often. Um, um yeah, I you know I that's all I've got. I um. I mean, there's obviously been other memorable moments, yes. but I just well, honestly one of uh, a very memorable moment of mine, or uh, maybe a you were the right person to do this podcast with moment was when we <laughs> talked about the timber mill and the trail dust in Dallas yes. because I was so happy that somebody else remembered the trail dust and was able to like you know talk about it. that. That's where I felt like it was really a drawing Fraser parallels to our lives. um yeah guys i i I think it's 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 been a great 50 episodes this is where we uh, tell you that the podcast is ending no absolutely not (laughs) that's what it sounds like you were saying it's been a great 50 episodes but uh well you know i just trying to get like i'm trying to figure out my good segue hey you know what if you want to what's your favorite moment that's happened over the last 50 episodes yeah i i would love i would love to hear um to hear that also um we got a website recommendation from my dad um, oh, in yes. advance of the of the um, 50th episode uh, and it's a uh, now I don't do you have the URL in front of you I don't have 
Yes, uh, it is kacl780.net. .net. I knew it was .net. Um, and it's, um, it, it seems like a Frasier fan decided to transcribe every episode. And so it's work on transcripts as well as a top 10 ranking of the best Frasier episodes, which I beg you if you've not watched the whole series like Ryan hasn't, do not go and look at that because yes. that will spoil you for some episodes coming up. But I have been, yeah, I'm kind of not looking at it. It's, it's funny to look at because it almost looks like an old style Yes, it's it's a it's a touch um, retro. Um, I, I guess two hundred and sixty four transcripts. It says here. So, oh so my I think goodness, that's the entire series. Yes. Um, question for you though: Do you have if like what has been your favorite episode so far? Of like, of I Frasier? think it was. I have talked more about the bird one. I feel like, and it's come up more recently. Like for a long time. So the one that got me into it was the Timber Mill. Okay. That was the one that I watched first, and I was like, "Oh, this show's got." Because I really liked how Martin handled them, mm-hmm. and I think partly to me, Fraser was a bunch of smart people being smart and funny at the uh, uh, expense of of blue collar people mm-hmm. or people below them. And it's not like that at all. I think the Timber Mill really struck that chord with me of like not only are these people like high society and educated but they're that's what they're making fun of in a mm-hmm. lot of ways yes. and that's what was interesting to me the, the next one that really hit me was the one with the uh uh, uh the, he found out his boss was was gay the matchmaker and yes the matchmaker that one was really good because i thought it handled everything pretty well considering it was a 1990s um thing and it was also very funny and it, it did kind of the 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 you know uh mistaken identity thing well but honestly, the one I think we said this—it was—it was either last episode, session, or the session before, the 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 one with the bird on his head. Because I'm shocked at how funny I found a concept that if you told me Niles gets a bird stuck on his head, can't get it off, I'm like, oh, that must have been the last season. No, it was season four. It was very early, and it was done very well. Yeah, I yeah, to kill a talking bird. Um, I mean, yes. like like I said when we recorded, that's an episode that I don't really remember. Um, when it was first on, and I just i I was tickled from beginning to end with that episode. Um, what do you think your favorite is of what we've seen so far? And so I, do we have an even better ones to to look oh, forward to? We have amazing ones. To look, <laughs> we haven't even gotten to my absolute favorite episode. So, um, uh, I, so I, I kind of want to give two awards of like what my favorite is, and then what my most surprising like new favorite is like one that surprised me um i would say on rewatch my favorite is still probably like travels with martin the winnebago episode i do just really love that one um and you gave me a little bit of a look is that because you think niles is a creeper in that episode i think the end the end really just just it's it's like having a delicious meal and then and for dessert this dry cracker (laughs) like it's just not i do also really like the one when niles um breaks up with maris the one that we ended up actually doing a whole episode about yes um that i i just i don't know i, I really like that one but i the one the one where he breaks all the things yes, in the house yes that was a very good um, one yes i uh i do i mean the, the one that surprised me as to like how much i really liked it is to kill a talking bird like mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that might be the highest that plus the restaurant one plus the winnebago one are probably the only nines i've given mm-hmm. since we've started watching uh, and the one that I completely forgot about. So, well, guys, if you've got thank thank you for joining us on this on the beginning of of, of this journey, the first 50, 50 uh, sessions. Uh, if you've got a favorite session, if you've got a favorite memory you want to talk to us about, 
Uh, you probably know by now, but our, <laughs> our Gmail is uh, craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S at craniacs on Twitter. Search for Craniacs, uh, a Fraser podcast on Facebook. We are on Overcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Um, give us a five-star review. Uh, do, you, do you not have anything? Because my suggestion would be, if you're if you're looking for things to do other than give us a four-star uh, four-star low review, go back and listen. We've got forty-nine other That's episodes. True. That's true. To check out. Not include. We're not even including a, a mini episode. Oh yeah, and and the zero episode. Oh, yeah. We've got we've got so much content for you. Tell tell a friend. Invite a friend into this wonderful warm embrace. We've we've uh, audio embrace. We've created. And don't necessarily think. Oh, they don't watch Frasier or they're not interested in watching Frasier. They shouldn't listen to this podcast because I listen to a podcast um, called How Did This Get Made where it's about movies that are honestly terrible and they rewatch a movie mm-hmm. and they, they talk about like everything that's wrong with it. it. I haven't seen most of the movies and I don't want to see them. I still find the podcast really funny and enjoyable. So d- yeah. they don't, people don't have to have watched Frasier. They can be kind of familiar with it. They don't have to watch every episode. Just come, come listen to us. Yammer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, uh, Guys, thank you so much for 50 episodes. Uh, We'll see you at 100. Uh, Laurel, thank you so much for going on this journey with me. Thank you for being Um, here the ship. (laughs) And uh, until next time, I'm Ryan. Laurel. And we're listening. Bye, y'all.